When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 127 of Geekscape, your weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast. I'm Jonathan Lennon, your host, up here on the left side of your screen. I'm joined by camera person extraordinaire Brian Gilmore, and his camera uh, skills, you guys may think, hey, he just plants the camera and sits there. Uh, every now and then he moves the audio a little bit, so uh, <laughs> uh, please. So do, there's a ridiculous yeah. amount of actual talent. Yeah, that yeah. Goes don't think that Gilmore does nothing on the show. Anytime I have a train of thought, he's extremely good at derailing it, and we will get to that later with uh, Denzel Washington in Unstoppable, him versus a train. But because it's Denzel Washington uh, movie week, we got to have Corey Roberts over here, the guy who invented what if Denzel was an employee at a place before the guy on SNL thought of that joke, which he definitely got from watching Corey Roberts on YouTube. And I have to apologize to you because we put up a YouTube of Corey Roberts, yourself, doing Denzel Washington working at a, uh, at a Jiffy Lube. At a Jiffy Lube yeah. And all of a sudden, this guy on SNL starts doing Denzel working in a shoe store. Yeah. And I, I have to feel that we are partly responsible for that guy stealing your material. Well, for one, it's hack. They got a black guy to do it. That's real fucking creative. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, here we got a yeah. partially black guy doing it. And, uh, and it's just tougher. You got to jump through so many more creative hoops. If he really wanted to do an impression that impressed, he would cobble together something where he was like the third most famous guy from the Gin Blossoms. <laughs> that that would show range. It's like, oh, wow, black guy, what do you do? Oh, Denzel Washington and Will Smith, congratulations. Right. Yeah. I've got a guy in our basketball league who uh, says that people think that he looks like uh, Will Smith. And he tries to, he goes, no, what about now? And he tries to do like a Will Smith face. And I go, you still look like a, a mix between uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper and yeah. Eric Snow from the, old, from the 76ers <laughs> Seattle Supersonics. Like, so you're that's, saying he doesn't, like, he has was, a two-dimensional he, he goes, face. He saying. goes, Eric Snow? Because everybody in that league wants to be Kobe. That's what happens. <laughs> whenever, you play, whenever you play in a basketball league in L.A., everybody yeah. wants to be Kobe. A lot of them don't realize. Whenever you go to a hotel room, everybody wants to be yeah. Kobe, too. Nine inches in room service. <laughs> Everybody doesn't realize that uh, they're just Eric Snow or uh, Eric Piakowski if they're the white guy. Um, Real quick, Ms. Mark Curry. Um, one of the that's first, his name. Yeah, one right. of the first famous people I ever saw in person. That's Mr. Cooper. Yeah, I right, saw him right. at the Oakland airport in, uh, in 1999 when I was mm-hmm. going to school down there and I was flying back up and uh, he's walking through the airport and um, he's from Oakland. Oh, really? So he's from Oakland and... Uh, he's at the Oakland airport, and I think Mr. Cooper is still on. Mark and, um, can't believe I remember that So name. it's one of these things, you know, where, where the guy comes back to his home airport. Yeah, I'm a nobody, celebrity. And nobody notices, because they don't give a shit about him. He's not, he wasn't, <laughs> nobody wants to nobody hang with Mr. Cooper? Hey, Coop! Yeah. No. Hey, Coop! Also saw Anton Jameson there one time. Hey, what was he like? 
Yeah. He, well, you got to have a little, a little bit of athletics in you to know who uh, Anton Williams is. Yeah, yeah, he was traded for Vince Carter, who was his college teammate. They were traded for each other. And they're yeah. both, uh, they're both kind as of glaringly deficient on defense. Disappointing yeah. and, and uh, sort of continually tempting their teams. During like the 10-year gap uh, after Jordan won his last championship and everybody was looking for the next Jordan, they kept expecting like him, Tracy McGrady, all <laughs> those people to break. Yeah. yeah, and Anton Jameson. And what happened? Nothing. Um, but Corey Roberts. Everyone's now watching porn. Yeah, everybody's like, oh. Everyone not... just paused this and just started watching. No, no, porn. no, no, no. no. I, I think that uh, that is the we can just, green screen ju- that just, in. just just now. That is the most uh, sweat that they've broken. Like us, just us talking about sports right. makes them break a sweat, which is sad. Uh, well, it's a blue collar crowd that we've got. I mean, they're gonna. They're... <laughs> They're gonna really get get in on this unstoppable. I think a lot of them can relate to. But this. It's a blue collar crowd. We're, we're like thirty four percent Hispanic. And and then we got Mule D holding up the northern border of the country there up there with. Uh, I, and did you see these pictures of Frank Sanders with his Arsenal and his Geekscape shirt? Uh no, I saw the Gilmore. shirtless one that he did today with all his tattoos. No, Gil- Gilmore, Frank Sanders from Long Island sent me about. 30 or 40 photos of himself. He sent you 30 or 40 photos of himself? It took about 80 emails to get in, all of them. And in each of them, he's wearing a Geekscape shirt. And there's somewhere he's just tough wearing a Geekscape shirt. He's in front of an arsenal of guns, knives, and explosives. And then on another one, this is the one I like a lot, he's laying on his bed with covered in guns and an, uh, a one-man arsenal, and he's got his hand behind his bed, and he's like looking, at, he's got his hands behind his head, and he's looking up like he's daydreaming. This is our audience, folks. Is he like that shirtless guy with the uh, Guitar Hero controllers? Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I've many seen photos that guy, did that guy send in? But it's pretty brutal. Frank sent, I don't know. That, Frank sent in how many? Frank sent in, I, I was being a little exact, no, fuck, about 40. So you can make a flip book <laughs> out of those. You know, I would. Uh, yeah, I mean, he looks, he looks psychotic. And, 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 and the Geekscape shirt only makes him look more psychotic, i got to tell you. Um, and that's our audience, Corey. Blue collar as it gets. Uh, let's talk about Unstoppable. This is um, Tony Scott's like 18th movie with Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. but they add Chris Pine to it. You guys all love him from Star Trek. Chris Pine is a rookie on the uh, the train. He's the, a yellow the, vest. You wear a yellow you, vest. You wear he's a yellow. rookie. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a rookie in this uh, southern Pennsylvania area where they're working on the trains. Denzel is uh, close to retiree. I mean, he's a he's a veteran, and everybody respects him because he's no nonsense. And uh, they get he's in charge. He's in charge. He's in charge. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, right? So they're teamed up, and they have to. Uh, he has to show them the ropes, and immediately. Denzel's just hard on the guy, this and that. Meanwhile, in northern Pennsylvania, Ethan Suplee and this other guy, they're dicking around at the railroad tracks. they got to move a train. Simply, they got to move tracks, a train off of a track. He doesn't set the brakes, this and that. The train, which is half a mile long, has a bunch of hazardous materials on it, just starts rolling, starts picking up speed. Before you know it, it's on its way to southern uh, Pennsylvania. And if it derails, everything explodes. These so they guys- got to stop this train. We're so just sort of puffy and... and yeah, and Ethan Suplee and uh, the dude from, like, uh, She's Out of Your, your League. She, she's Out of My League, uh, whatever. The guy Jay, with the t- what's his no, not, not Jay Barishall, this other dude. I don't know. His best friend. They said that this was based on a true story. And they said inspired by true inspired events. Inspired by true events. Which, it's, to me, makes it, like... the true, has written yeah, the train Yeah, before. true events is that trains exist. Well, at one point... <laughs> at one point, uh, I'm going to... I know that all your blue-collar guys got on their blue-collar computers and talked blue-collar shit about us for spoiling Book of Eli. And 
but I'm going to spoil a little bit. The train ends up going really fast on the tracks. Sorry. Um, and Denzel, you know, as he's training Chris Pine and they're doing their first day of work, they now have to realize they're the one guys in place to stop this train from hitting a curve in a like extremely populated area. It, if it hits this curve, it's going to go into some fuel tanks. And I don't know who put a fucking curved tr- railroad track above fuel tanks. It sounds like a bad idea to Amish. me. It was the Amish. But it's there. It was the Amish and the Quakers in tandem. <laughs> Real quick, though. This this guy, these was so insulting that all these people... I, I don't think there was one qualified railroad worker or even right. blue-collar worker. They're in like, the I don't know what to do. Everybody's full of shit. When, when uh, Rosario Dawson's character says, if this thing goes bad... It's going to be your fault to Ethan Suplee. All right. I could, that's his name, right? Right. All I could think about were the consequences are that when the movie of this thing comes out in 15 years, we're going to get the fat guy from My Name is Earl to play yeah. you. Yeah. That's how we're going to get our revenge on you yeah, for it, killing it, all those people. If anybody says, this is on you, and you don't fix the fucking situation, you will see Ethan Suplee playing you in about 10 years. Oh, that's, that's who that is. That's yeah. an attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. He's also the fat guy from My Name is Earl. He's also the fat guy from Boy Meets World. Mall and the fat guy from uh, Remember the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so the movie. Let's talk about the movie. We just told you guys what it was about. Uh, the movie is dizzying with you know how, how Tony Scott does with his cameras. He just throws them everywhere and shakes it, which I normally love. But what did you think about the movie, Corey? As, as a Denzel, I got to tell you, like ten seconds into the into Denzel being in this movie, he says about three of your custom a lot Denzel of, bit which one? pieces. Got a lot. Of, you sure? I'm never gonna you sure? Oh, that's fucking awesome. Ah, okay, all right. Uh, so we're going to leave at 4 o'clock then? We leave at 4 o'clock? We leave at 5 o'clock? Ah, a lot of that. Yeah, oh, a lot of awesome. that. So the entire time, we're just watching this movie just going, and I'm looking at Corey like, holy shit, now Denzel's stealing your bit of Denzel. Um, Here's the what do you think of the movie? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, Tony Scott, my favorite director to see with Denzel Washington. Right. My least favorite actor to see with Denzel Washington, ironically, is Denzel Washington. Not. <laughs> okay, we get it. You like to wear glasses when you act. It's amazing. Um, I, I'm, like, Scott, I'm smart and mature now. I'm really into anything with, with Tony Scott where he's directing it. Um, I really like it when uh, when he makes the readout in the old like 1991 MS Word script. Like, ding, 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 ding. 4.17 p.m. location, like the yeah. enemy of the state, Gene Hackman thing from... Uh, and in this movie, they do that a lot. They're like, a lot like of that. northern Pennsylvania. Oh, like yeah. the people do when they're doing like Michael Bay spoofs? Yeah, six yeah. miles, too. Yeah, like, so, and then they, there was one point yeah. where like something, the train had just done something terrible. Right? The train is like a force of nature, and they try keep trying to stop it. People keep getting disaster thrown about. And, and there's one point where they didn't stop it, and the music starts up. It's... And I was like... The Middle Easterners in charge, like, are they behind what, this? What is that? Well, That's I'm, some subliminal yeah. shit. Yeah. If anything goes wrong, it's Middle Eastern terrorists now. So it is sort of based on true events. Um, so I was, I was on board. I mean, that... I'm, missile the sides of the Chrysler. I, I like the I like the crazy camera angles. Right. I like the, the readout shit. I'm, I'm into all of that. This is the first Denzel Washington movie I've seen in a while where I just thought, Right, this and Pelham one two three they just they did. And the one before that, I looked. I like Book of Eli. I like that was one. the Hughes brothers. But you're yeah. you're talking about uh, before that it was like out of sight or something like shit like um, that. Yeah. Inside Man, I love. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll watch. This, I'd be, I'm on board. But this, not bad, not bad, but just 
You know what it was? I don't like it when they bring in too many people uh, around Denzel Washington that you recognize because everybody needs their 15 seconds. Right. I want him to carry the movie so he can just... Be the hero. Cut a wide swath and go to town. I and, don't, it, and he shares the hero role with Chris Pine. Chris what do you Pine. think of Chris Pine? Watch your mic on the security blanket thing. Oh, sorry. I just started watching this show, by the way. I like wait, it wait, a lot. Wait, what? You just started watching South Park? Yeah, like uh, when you told me about that Whale Wars thing, so I started getting into it. I think this show is going to make it. I like it a lot. I'm on. I like it. Yeah, um, it what do you think? Uh, Chris no. Paul. Fine, but right. we don't need a... He, like his big thing is he's on the train, and again, nobody comes out looking good in this. Like, safety... Oh, Whites come out looking horrible. Uh, like, the only whites in here, aside from Chris Pine, who uh, tried to kill a cop, sorry. Um, yeah, he's, like sep- this- he's separated from his wife because he got a misunderstanding and with an ex guy who like she used to see her. The most evil. He's a cop. White guy since uh, like a cross between Lex Luthor and Charlie Chaplin. This this is who he is. He's like, they put in, the, there are no ivory towers in Scranton, Pennsylvania. They built one for him. Nah, it's in Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Fine. Their, their headquarters were in Pittsburgh. He's at the top. He's on a cell phone. He's playing in like golf with like yeah. three other real cheese ball white guys. He's like, we can't let our stock drop. And then these white guys are like, yeah, 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 awesome putt. Oh, let me adjust my sweater. Yeah, there was some blatant bad stuff where Rosario Dawson starts going up the ladder to try and yeah. get people to help and, and give her opinion of what they should do to stop the train. And it, it, there's one part where you just roll your eyes. They cut to a, like the head of the company being like, what is this? What this stock uh, effect estimate on this? Is yeah. How much is it going to affect and our stock? And he's playing henchman, fucking golf. Yeah. His bloated henchman is like, we're not going to let that happen. This yeah. is our property. Uh, this is our profit. Yeah, so this whites come off horribly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a BET movie. The only heroic... No, well, it's not awesome. There, there's no leprechaun. There is a heroic white... Uh, I mean, there's Chris Pine, but but we're talking about blue-collar whites. Mm-hmm. There is a heroic white who's like this a good old boy guy who you first see in a diner trying to pick up on a waitress. And he's like, yeah. And he, he's a little he, bit he's nuts, the but lead he's the best welder. He he's the lead welder, and he's like, he gets in the car, in the truck, and tries to stop the, you know, get in advance of the train to put different tracks and, and brakes in front of it. And uh, and you're like, man, I'm into this guy. You keep expecting him to die because you're into this guy. Only to, uh, you know, with, with at the end of the movie, he shows a little bit of character flaw and he starts taking credit for everything. That was cool. I like that. And you're like, okay. He's got the handlebar, the long hair. He's got like country music playing in his truck. Uh, the movie. He's a cowboy. The, 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 the description that we all agreed on when we walked out of the movie was it was just flat. You know, as stylistic as it is, as many uh, swings as it took to try and swing it to the fences and get you guys into this movie, it had some moments, but it's a flat movie. It reminded me a lot of being on the train. Like, here's here's the other thing. They're like, oh, no, it's up to, the the speeds are all off. Like, oh, no, it's up to 57 now. We've got to get it down to 39. And on the way home, as I'm uh, driving by myself in the diamond lane at 81 miles an hour, I'm thinking, this is easy. This is 40 miles an hour faster than they were at their fastest. But you're not a missile the size of a Chrysler building. Uh, Top well, of mile. Was, was it 1997? <laughs> Just a Toyota camera right here? Missile the size of the Chrysler building. That's like, it's a missile the size of the Chrysler building. It's half a mile long. Did they even and say Denzel, that? And Denzel, at one point in the movie, run, the runs the, the length game. of it. Yeah, he runs yeah like, like an Armageddon. He's like, it's half the size of Texas. Yeah. And shit like yeah. that. So. They uh, you put a firecracker in your open palm and that, so you don't lose any fingers. You close that palm and it blows your fingers off. Whatever they did in Armageddon. Remember that scene? 
Billy Bob Thornton. I just quoted him. I think, uh, I think yeah. the movie's going to be a lot better on cable when you're not um, locked in. I right. think it'll be nice to have on. When it's on, yeah. I yeah. think it'll be really nice to have on. Um, it's not... It's not distracting. It's not, like you don't have a lot of the moments. The camera's distracted. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. but you, there are movies where you watch, you go, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Not a lot of that. It was really more like, oh, that seems like a pretty good idea. I'm glad that that yeah. worked. I'm out. glad they're pursuing good. that. I'm glad they did thought. that. That was the right thing. It's like watching an extended news report. Right. The, uh, oh, one more thing. The yeah. news. Um, using the news for exposition. Yeah, we, gotta we are stop now that. Out, we are now a four miles out yeah. of the populated area of blank blank blank, and there has been an emergency evacuation. And you know, it's like, and the train is now moving at speeds of yeah. eighty miles an hour, and you're just, like, that's the exposition. They suspect that this could be some of the largest damage that the area has ever seen. We can only hold our breath and hope. And there's like multiple like punch-ins to the news lady, so now you're just seeing her eye, and it's like, oh, oh, that must be so tense. One more thing. Everybody's watching on the screens, and they're kind of cheering it. And again, I thought, for a blue-collar town, not a lot of people working. A lot <laughs> of people watching the big screen and cheer. By the way, you're going to die if this thing explodes. This isn't an Eagles game. <laughs> you're not rooting for somebody to get It, it hurt. would be Steelers. Is it? Yeah, it would be the Steelers in that part of the country. I, you know what? They all look the same to me, and they—they're yeah. all flannel wearing whites. Not a lot of not a lot of work getting done. Yeah. For yeah. for being blue collar again, like yeah, we're blue collar. It's Thursday. It's eleven in the morning. And that house ain't gonna roof itself. Yeah, you're watching a thirty-five inch TV. What are you doing in town? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Let's segue to the other movie that I saw this weekend, uh, because you, you were mentioning. Well, you, you well you were talking about uh, if this thing's on cable, you'd be into it. Uh, I want most to, people see a beautiful. Yeah, most people see it. Uh, I want to talk about. I want to talk about a movie that seems to have originated on cable. Uh, this is a movie called Skyline by the Strauss Brothers. It's got um, who's in this? Eric Balfour, Donald Faison, Donald Faison and uh, the dude Batista. Angel Batista from Dexter. John something. Uh, so this th- this movie is. Basically, here's the thing. Laura's day is Laura's day off was yesterday. She always likes to go see a movie. Um, and Skyline was she didn't want to see Unstoppable. I wanted to see that with Corey. So Skyline's the movie, right? And I go on Rotten Tomatoes, and a lot of you guys are seeing such bad reviews for Skyline. I go on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got like a 29, right? And the review, double digits. The reviews are basically this is a sci-fi channel movie with greater effects. Same lame drama. And same bland characters, but great special effects. And it's okay. basically a sci-fi channel movie. And I read that out loud to Laura, and she goes, I love sci-fi channel movies. That's how I spend my Sundays sometimes. <laughs> you know. And I remember, Laura, I mean, if there's a really crap like tentacle movie or you know, overgrown rodent movie on sci-fi channel, she'll watch it. And I say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go watch the Skyline movie. And everything in that review was true. This is a sci-fi channel movie with better effects. Knowing that and going in there expecting this to be the biggest hour and a half waste of time, I could not have enjoyed this movie more for what it is. Yeah. This, this is a silly movie. It is a, a dumb movie. It is a, a drawn-out, dramatic you know, moment movie. It's got some really cool aliens. It's got some really cool effects in it. It's got some huge stakes. And you know what? The characters do act the way you would. You don't get frustrated saying, why would somebody do that? They're all kind of uh, moving along the same way you would. Do we stay in the building? Do we try and get to the marina? What do we do? 
it starts out with Eric Balfour and his wife, uh, or his, his girlfriend, and they're, they're landing in L.A. to visit their really successful friend, Donald Faison, who's now like, a, you think he's like a big actor or a big rapper or something. But he's like a person, though. He's not, he's like a big person, not Donald Faison. Yeah, he's like, he, he's a, he's the, they grew up together. Okay. And Eric Balfour is living in Brooklyn. He's a struggling, like, artist, right? He's, he, you know, he paints, he does comic He still has, he still has a 4,000 square foot loft for right. six, months. So, <laughs> so, so they, they, they get picked up at the airport. They get in the limo. This is all nice, right? This is before the invasion. They get they get taken to Don, Donald Faison's place, and there's a party and all this stuff. And you know you get the the, the lame drama, and this and that. And uh, and then those little lights start shooting down from the sky, and people get drawn to them. You know what I'm saying? And, and they get sucked up into the air. You've seen it in the trailer. They get fire in the sky, but this is like on a mass scale. You see hundreds of people getting sucked up in the air, and it's horrifying. It's like, don't look in the light, da 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 they're, they're trying to pull each other away from the draw of the, this alien thing. And then when the day comes, these ships start coming out of the clouds, and they're here to collect, right? And no one notices this? The monsters look like... No, everybody. everybody's either been sucked up, or they're freaking the fuck out. But do, but do they just show up out of nowhere, or like... Uh, no, no, no. They, uh, you really can't they, see They them? create a ton of cloud cover, so it looks like a, an overcast day with like low-lying thunderstorm clouds. Yeah, but people know and then they when come there's a fucking airship But here's there. the thing. Here's a the, tiny missile here's went off off the coast of California. It's like international news. Gilmore, 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 Gilmore. Did I not describe it as a sci-fi channel movie? Okay. Yeah, look, it's a movie like, where Donald Faison is a giant star. You have to suspend this like, like, please. <laughs> so, so uh, the aliens start eating people. These aliens, I gotta, I gotta give them props. The aliens definitely look like Resistance fucking 3. Like, they look like the Resistance games on Sony PlayStation. These are massive aliens who have crazy technology. The way they eat people is one of the coolest... So they eat people? The way that they consume the people... Oh. Is is one of the coolest moments where I'm like, oh, he's grabbed him, and then he sucks him <laughs> up, right? Yeah. He, he grabs him with the, you know they grab you with like these, they grab you with like these tentacle things, right? In the trailer, you can see the tentacles grabbing like a helicopter, and then they pull you in. What they do when they eat you is one of those ooh kind of moments where you're like, oh, that sucks. You definitely don't want these one of these fucking things grabbing you. And the story takes place over like two or three days where they're stuck in, trying to get in and out of this apartment. They're trying to get out of this apartment complex and get the fuck out of there so yeah there is a lot of drama in one place there's military there's i mean i had a lot of fun watching the movie is it not going to be on my best of 2010 list probably not is it a is it a glorified sci-fi channel movie yes but i'm telling you guys know that going in go with your silliest friends Laura, Laura and I, Laura and I giggled throughout this entire movie, and you know what? We walked out of there actually enjoying it. I know there are people in the forums who are already dissing the movie. I think they went in expecting Independence Day. Yeah, how does it uh, measure up against? This ID, is more ID like ID it's okay. Here's the thing. This isn't Independence Day. This is more like Flag Day. Yeah, this is more like yeah. This is get, Flag Day. You get a little something. Um, you get a half day. Uh, and a red, people are also cookie. comparing it to Cloverfield. Uh, I enjoy it more than Cloverfield because again, the characters are working in a logical manner you know what i mean they are trying to survive not trying to go get back an ex-girlfriend who wasn't interested in you at the cost of your friends they're all trying to survive it's probably dead and it's probably dead anyway cloverfield i just hated the characters so much in this as silly as the drama is as lame as some of the drama is you do get invested in the characters and uh and it goes into some places that are actually pretty fun you know and the movie the, the ending of the movie is actually really fun i thought uh where they leave it 
Um, that has I, a I powerful message it. about illegal immigration too. <laughs> we don't want them. Uh, I do like the the major damage in this movie. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Corey, Corey. Yeah. Uh, next week is this, is this Harry Potter thing. Are you a Harry Potter guy? Like, you watched any of these movies um, or read the books? I've, yeah. Um, I used to date a girl who was really into like science fiction and like Harry Potter and stuff. Uh, and I had to I had to watch all of the movies. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding at all. And I wouldn't read uh, the books. And she got really mad at me. And she said, uh, "You are such a pretentious faggot." All you do is read your stupid books from people who are already dead, and you read them, you get the leather embossment. Well, here, I got you, here you go, Mr. French Major. I got you Harry Potter in French. Why don't you read that? Did you read it? Yeah, I read like five of them, then we split, so I'm not on for like, I don't know. The last one. I last guess, two, I guess. I don't get to two. read about Dumbledore chugging cock or anything like that. <laughs> I, I read, I read like That's the best four part. or five of them That's in, the in French, though. Um, yeah. I've not read so any of them. I'm on board, them. yeah. I like them. I like them. I haven't read any of them, but... I uh, also read and the I Da Vinci the first Code one. in French. Oh, really? Was yeah. that any good? Well, what's interesting, again, spoiler alert, um, Leonardo Da Vinci painted Mona Lisa. Um, <laughs> they have this thing called the Cryptex. Right. And the, the code, spoiler alert, is apple, which is five letters. And in French, apple is pomme. Spoiler alert. So it's like three letters. Five letters. Five letters. P-O-M-M-E, oh, really? so it worked, okay. but I don't know what you would do in Spanish. Right, manzana. Yeah, because I'm learning Spanish now, and I yeah. wouldn't read the division. Yeah, that's seven. So yeah, um, I like Harry Potter. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, we're going to have... Uh, I'm trying to get Bibiani up here for that, Harry Potter. Um, do you know anything about the Green Lantern, uh, Corey Roberts? Do you know anything about the Green Lantern? Uh, this... He has a ring. Okay. Uh, Green Arrow is gay. Green Lantern is not. Because he's, he's a jet pilot. He's, he's a jet he's pilot. Man. Is Green Lantern black? Uh, no, John Stewart. Well, there's four Green Lanterns in charge of the Earth, uh-huh. protecting the Earth. They're like, a, they're like an international police force, all these different aliens, right? They're like... like um, and John Stewart is like the, the black... like the pussycat dolls. Yeah, the John Stewart is like the black Green Lantern who's okay. in charge of helping the Earth. And he says uh, shitty things about politicians. But you know... Kind of snarky, <laughs> But you know in the movie... You know, in the, in the movie that they got Ryan Reynolds to play Green Lantern, right? He was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly dressed as a Green Lantern. Did you know that? I know it now. Uh, Entertainment Weekly had, like, a clip with, like, footage from the trailer that I guess is coming out uh, in front of Harry Potter. Yeah. Because it's all Warner Brothers, right? Um, this uh, Green Lantern footage that's Entertainment Tonight, it's kind of exciting. I, I'm, I'm into it. It's, it's Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds, which you're oh, down yeah. with. But you get to see some of the more, you know, Green Lantern pieces. Like there's a shot or two of Kilowog, which is exciting. Those are the more, I mean, it's not like Star Trek, where the aliens just look like humans with different makeup. These they actually look like the craziest shit you'd ever seen. And that that's the cool thing about Green Lantern is all these aliens look completely different. You know, and then, so when you get the Green Lantern corpse together, which is like the whole police force, you really have like this whole myriad of crazy ass stuff on the screen. You know what I mean? And you get to see some of that in the trailer. You also get to see Blake Lively and all this, you know, silliness. I like. I hope that he doesn't take her down the way he takes everybody else down. What do you mean? Reynolds. I mean, it's like that weird, confused stare that he. I like Ryan Reynolds, by the way, too. Right. But it's like every movie that he's in, he as soon as he does this, like, he gives like that little like look, pursed lip, tongue out, like, like that's the end of whatever the female co-stars. Who is like it's her career. It's like terribly so, so, later Emily, to see it. Emily Smart. Yeah, uh, Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Yep. Amy Smart. And then uh, Sandra Bullock. Uh, she didn't win an Oscar. 
Yeah, yeah. Cinderblock didn't move on to move on. That guy just started else. drilling that Nazi girl as soon as she did a movie with Ryan Reynolds. It was over. It was Sandra Bullock and, and uh, Jesse James yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds will do that, but I like Ryan him. Reynolds will make your your husband cheat on you. You can't you can't hook up with him, but we like Ryan. I like him. Hey man, we He's aren't a we aren't his female co-stars. Uh, Alanis Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Remember? Alanis Morissette. Yeah. He was he was engaged to be married to her and yeah. Yeah. Where is she now? Uh, yeah. uh I, the Green Lantern footage looks good. Uh talking about the, the Dark Knight sequel, this Dark Knight Rises. Uh, they're gonna do this new Batman movie, of course, because uh-huh. the last one made a million dollars. Now they're talking about two villains in this movie. <laughs> oh, right. I like that. Two villains. I... One of them being female. Uh-oh. Is that Catwoman or Poison Ivy? Well, I mean, I think Poison Ivy worked out better last time, so why don't we give that a shot again? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what did they think was gonna happen? <laughs> hey, Uma Thurman. Everybody likes yeah, her. Yeah, like her. Everybody does like him with him, and they just don't like that movie. I'm not going to put an eco-terrorist into a movie. Right. I can't see Christopher Nolan putting a fucking eco-terrorist right. into the right. goddamn movie. It's going to be Catwoman. It's going to be Catwoman. I, I are they going to put Mr. Freeze back You know, hey, 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 That's the one he said that he won't do, actually. Yeah, he won't do Mr. Freeze. We know he's not, he's not going to put the Riddler in this movie. Uh, what if it was Talia as Ghoul? Liam Neeson played Raz al Ghul in the first one. Talia al Ghul. What if it's Talia al Ghul, his daughter? And now she wants revenge. For like killing uh, her because father. It is a trilogy. He's not going to do more trilogy. than three. Right. So he might want to wrap it up in a nice little bit little of closure. Package. And everybody's like, "Oh, Catwoman, Rachel Weisz is Catwoman." Nah, 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 nah. It's like, what if it is Talia Al Ghul, and she is seeking vengeance for her father, who was played by Liam Neeson, who was killed who are in the, the first six one. Bitches? I don't fucking know. It's like uh, Anne, Hath- Watts. Anne Hathaway. Is Anne Hathaway? Yeah, she was on that list. I know Anne Hathaway. Okay, so I know I know Naomi Watts, Rachel Weisz. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one sh- uh, Blake Lively Right uh, Anne Hathaway Ga- Gabrielle Union And uh, And uh, Yeah I don't know I don't know the other one But essentially They have to If they do do Catwoman They have to pick the chick With the least shitty Post pose face what is You know You know what? whenever In a superhero movie Like they're doing Some weird action thing They're trying to make it look Just like the comic she's book like a Catwoman And then all of a sudden crouched. Yeah and all of a sudden She hits a pose Right And then they do a face Right. That's the thing that always takes us out. Like Scarlett Johansson, whenever she moved at all in Iron Man Two. Yeah, Scarlett. When she landed on the ground in Iron Man Two and looked up, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, she, what are you looking at? She's flipping around two hundred and fifty pound bodyguards, and she's flipping around. She's probably eighty pounds, and yeah. she's flipping them all over the fucking room. And I'm like, No, I don't think so. Like, what are you using for, for, right. for your center of gravity is, to make that possible? Is Hillary Duff or like? Uh, iCarly yeah, on the iCarly is actually is she on in the running. I think she is the sixth one. <laughs> you know who my idea would be for the Riddler? If they got Dane Cook. <laughs> and all the riddles were just like, riddle me this. Suck it! <laughs> Sorry about that audio Sorry. listeners. Riddle me this. You guys ever eat corn pops? And then he goes into some fucking thing. Riddle me this. If you want to find the hostages, my bot found them. It'd be a fifteen-minute movie, but you could like give it away as a DVD extra or something. Yeah, but so so Catwoman, I think, makes the most sense. That just it'll be. I can't see Christopher Nolan going into anything other than she's like a really talented acrobatic burglar. Right. You know, it's not going to be a Michelle Pfeiffer type of deal. And I'm starting to think Talia Al Ghul sounds good as yeah. a as a more grounded, realistic. Choice. But then, what's who's his face? What? Who's what's his face? Penguin. No, the guy that they already cast. As oh, well. uh, who's uh, the dude from Tom uh, Inception? Tom Hardy. 
Um, I mean, I, I like Walton talking about it being... Yep. Uh, hush. Makes yeah, perfect sense. Hush. Uh, speaking of superheroes, we have this new article on the site. Our buddy Nick Gregorio wrote it up. It's called mm. Superhero Showdown. I think it's pretty awesome. The first, epi- the first uh, article went up. And it has Samus from Metroid versus Boba Fett, and that's basically what the superhero showdown is going to be. It's an article focusing on a on a on a fight between two classic uh, video, you know, pop culture, pop culture icons. icons, video games, movies, all that stuff that we love here, uh, and who would win. And what's cool about it is his buddy Dan did this artwork that is just sick, and it's all original to the article. So when you guys look on the site for superhero showdown, you guys are going to see that the artwork's original. Nick is doing an awesome job of writing a really kick-ass fight, and uh, and it, tell, let him know who who you want to see fight. Like I would love to see um, what I say, Aragorn versus Link from Zelda, because those are kind of like-minded fighters, right? I guess, but he just what he just fucking throws one of them bomb plants at him, you're done. Nah, Aragorn's more resourceful than that, right? I think so. I think so. Link. You think Link? No question. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think Aragorn's stronger. All right, he's a, he's a tracker. He's he's more experienced. If he if a link ever loses sight of him, could pull some shit. That's, That's the true. kind of discussion that we have on the site. That's how what we do as geeks. And uh, why not give you guys an article where we uh, really invest in those kind of uh, conversations that don't matter to people outside of us. Uh, that's what Geekscape's for. It's our little place. So why not? Why not have an article like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm thinking of people I want to see. Yeah, you gotta think about people you want to see fight. I mean, you guys you can't can just talk look, about this you on can't the board. Just go to IMDb nah. and look up like, oh, what happened in Celebrity Deathmatch? Nah. No, I'm thinking like a three-way. Really th- what about this three-way fight? Ready for this? Jason Bourne versus uh, Solid Bond. Solid Snake. Solid Snake. Jason Bourne, Solid Snake, and maybe James Bond. Maybe James Bond. How but, much is Jason but, Bourne and James Bond? No, J- Jason. Fuck Jason Bourne and James Bond, but I don't like that because they're they're roughly from novels turned into movies, and I want to throw in like a video game guy. So I think Solid Snake or the dude from uh, Sam Fisher, or whatever from um, from uh, what's that video game where um, where you're sneaking around? Uh, Gogo Thirteen. Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. No. Oh, Gogo Thirteen. Gogo Thirteen versus uh, the Killer Chow Yun Fat. Ah, now you see how this works. Uh, Superhero Showdown. You guys got to go to the uh, site and check that out. Um, did you guys know that John Favreau, since we talked about Iron Man 2, is the director of, you know, he's going to do Iron Man 3, of course, because who wouldn't want to do Iron Man 3? Those things make a ton of money. After that, I read on this uh, Weekend Geek that Eric Diaz does for us. John Favreau is directing something for Disney called The Magic Kingdom. That was a video game, too. Uh, this Magic Kingdom, what's that movie? It's a, You go to five different stations. One of them is called Autopia, there's Space Mountain, um... You go to all five uh, of them. Frontierland. No, there's only five rides. It's an eight-bit game, and so you go to like five different places and you like make it through the ride. Why wouldn't they have Frontierland? Frontierland is definitely a Disneyland portion. I know it's where, it's where the country bears were. I don't think that it was enough of a challenge back in those days. You got to fight Indians and stuff. It's like Custer's Revenge. I did you know about do you know about Custer's Revenge? Do you know what that is? That was in North Dakota. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know that that, that, that that slaughter happened, but in early video games, uh, when Atari was, you know, big success and everybody mm-hmm. had Ataris, video game companies weren't uh, waiting for Atari to give them, uh, like, any uh, licensing to make games for them. Right. When, the, when the first Nintendo came out, it had a chip in it. 
and you couldn't make a Nintendo a game for the Nintendo system without paying a fee to Nintendo to make a game for them. Ah. So for Atari, there were all these companies that were making bootleg Atari games until Atari put a stop to them. That included porno games with sex in them. Wow. One of the first games was called Custer's Revenge, and you so play we're talking it, about actual Custer. Yeah, yeah, it's Custer killing killing uh, Indians, and what made it so offensive was at the end of every level, you get to rape like a squaw who's tied to a post. What? Mm. You've never heard of this? I've never heard of this. Custer's, Custer's Revenge. Go Google Custer's Revenge, and it is one of the most. It is known as the most offensive game of all time. Custer's yeah, Custer. Yeah, how do you rape someone with a joystick and one button? How do you like, not like, rape like, somebody like, with a joystick and one button? <laughs> <laughs> when you have it, it almost like, what are you going to do with this? Well, I'm going to start with raping it, then I'm going to see if I have a game system that has a port that fits. Before uh, <laughs> we started the episode, I asked Corey if he's seeing The Walking Dead. I know he, you watch Mad Men, mm-hmm. and you watch uh, Breaking Bad, Yeah. and those are AMC shows that you love. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, uh, I mean, this has already aired, but, uh, but it airs on Sunday, and I know that on the Sunday of this weekend that we're taping, they're going to show all three in a row on AMC. you got to watch this. Okay. It's a zombie show on AMC. It's oh, awesome. We'll finally get the third episode. Finally get the third episode. Oh. Uh, and there's going to be more, guys. Uh, the first two episodes were so successful. Is it science fiction, though? No, it's not. It science takes fiction. place in the U.S. after a zombie outbreak. No, it is science. That's, I mean, I mean, come on, come on. How it, is that not science? Because it doesn't have a science. It's it's horror. No, that is it's technically horror. science fiction. No, it's fiction. horror. I call it horror. Okay. Horror. It's still science. You don't know if it's a fucking curse. Why do you think it's science? It could be a curse. Then it's fantastical. I guess if it's That's only true. we don't know the cause. We don't know the cause. So it could be. It could also be fantasy. Yeah. And it's only one. You need guys need to back the fuck up. Corey. That's what he's looking for. It's a zombie show. Okay. And it's worth watching. Who's on it? Uh, The dude from Love Actually. So you'll like it. Oh, oh, which one? The guy who dicks over his brother. The guy who dicks over his friend for Keir Knightley. This girl is basically about the guy who hits on his. The guy who holds up the ghetto blaster? Yeah. I mean, boombox. Spoiler alert, by the way, he holds up a ghetto blaster. And then he says, um, enough. Enough already. And then he walks away. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in. I'm it. all about. I like oh, everything. You know who you like? Michael Rooker plays like a like a white racist KKK guy. So a white and what? Uh, <laughs> what is he? Who's Michael Rooker? Michael Rooker was uh, he's, uh, in Mallrats. He's the Mallrats. guy. He's, he's, the, he's the, the, the girl's dad. The security guy in Mallrats. He's been in a lot of shit. He, he's the guy who eats the uh, pretzels, the shit in them. Okay. You'll like. I guess I'm. You'll I'm recognize him. Okay. You'll recognize him. You got to see this Walking Dead, Corey. Mm-hmm. You get a chance to watch three episodes, but it's I gotta tell you, television. they did so well. Uh, the first I'm not watching it over here because you don't have high def. The first season is Cheap six bastard. episodes. First season six episodes. The second season they just ordered thirteen episodes. Oh so. God! Wait, the first season's only six episodes. Yeah. Oh jeez. You okay with that? I no. I yeah. want more. Everyone's yeah. gonna want more. Yeah. No I, th- I, th- I think it's just six episodes. No wonder they're dragging this shit out so much. Yeah. Who has six episode seasons? Breaking Bad has twelve. Breaking, Breaking Bad has like seven. Thirteen. Is that you think right? so? No, they go long. Trust I don't me. think Breaking Bad does. No, because Mad Men has 13 as well. Breaking Bad, 13. hey, 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 hey. Breaking Bad goes... Then you know what? I could legit. be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. I could think that this... The Walking Dead are, you, one is full are you caught up on Breaking Bad? I haven't watched season three. Oh, so three. Although I believe you in the six because Walking Dead looks like the most expensive TV show ever. It does, dude. There's zombies everywhere. you got to watch the show. Oh, shit. There's a fucking tank that Atlanta's evacuated. It's an empty Atlanta. It looks crazy. I'll check it out, but I've got some news. Hmm. Um, got a girl pregnant? Kind of don't want to talk about that. Um, Sorry. Avatar's out on DVD. Yeah. That thing costs a fortune to make. Have you heard about this thing? Uh-uh. I'm going to see that. We try. 
Here's the thing. I the thing. Have, have you seen the advertisements for the Avatar uh, DVD? They go, a new three-hour cut. No, I just... Isn't that just like three minutes longer? Wasn't the, well, I, mean, like, I was like, oh, so they added t- two and a half minutes to it? The first... Like, wasn't the original in the theater three fucking hours? It felt like it was nine. I love when they come out... Uh, I, like, I like when they come out with extended versions of movies that I didn't want to sit through all the way in the first place. Right. Well, I, I just know about it because I got a Facebook message. It was like, hey, our little movie is trying to make it. Support us. Like this at Facebook. And so, all right. <laughs> you asked for it. I guess that's it. out. Yeah. 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 For it in your town. The little indie we took to Sundance called Avatars. Doing all right. I did went... you, uh, Jonathan, did what? you watch the Conan premiere? Yeah, I did. Which did you watch Conan, the first episode of Conan no, I can't premiere? I that late. Well, I mean, you You know it. what? I don't like Conan. And you can see it on TeamCoco.com. Well, let me put it this way. I like Conan a lot. I don't like people who like Conan. I just don't. You mean everybody? Like, who doesn't yeah. like Conan? No, the, the, Conan, the Conan thing was great. And I gotta tell you something. And, it's and a huge deal. The first guest was Seth Rogen. I like Seth Rogen. Let me tell you. Uh, this is. Let me bring you to the London household. My wife opened up a, uh, a dog training facility here in L.A. It's called the Zoom Room. And one day, and this will make you all like Seth Rogen, one day she started a new class, obedience or something like that. And, oh, it's Shy Dog. It's for Shy Dogs. And there's a woman in there, and she's got this, like and she's got this dog called Zelda. And Laura goes, "Oh, your dog's named Zelda. My husband would love it. He's a geek." And she goes, "Technically, my dog's name, my, my fiance made me call him the Legend of Zelda. So her full name is the Legend of Zelda." And Laura goes, "That's great. That's right." Awesome. The following week, Zelda is in the class with the with the fiance, a male, normal looking male. Laura doesn't think much of it. She really concentrates on the dogs and their training, right? And she goes, hey, Zelda, good to have you back in, in class. And the dude is like, good to be here. That's a good impression. You know, it, and he does his, <laughs> his little laugh. <laughs> and, and, and she's going around the class, and she goes past Zelda, and she stops, and she goes, no one else has that laugh. No one else, no one else sounds like that. And it's Seth Rogen. Yeah, and Seth Rogen and her dog and his his you know their dog Zelda is in this class and she was like the the, the Green Hornets of my class and uh, and and she she you know she doesn't treat anybody any different. Isn't the Green Hornet? Black? But she was pretty excited about it. No, the what? What? The Green Hornet's black. No, he's Chinese if anything, but that's not the Green no. Hornet. Said the actual guy. The white guy is the Green Hornet. The white guy is the Green Hornet. Kato's the the Asian Kato's guy. Kato. Okay. All right. <laughs> and Bruce Lee fought. Uh, uh, no, Abdul Jabbar. You know, like I don't know what you're confused, talking about. You know what confused Corey? He knows that he thought that Kato was the Green Hornet, right. and he knows that Kato is uh, the Green Hornet's servant. So who wears probably, black? Yeah. The car they drive is the Black Beauty. How's that? Okay. Does that help you out? Yeah. So 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 okay. so Lauren's got all sorts of people coming in training. Uh, remember the Man in Black from Lost, who was John Hamm's like help oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. like uh, in the town. Uh-huh. He came in, all sorts of stuff. The director of uh, Private Parts. All these people come in. One of Laura's good clients, Amanda Siegfried. That's cool. Who you guys like. What kind of dog does she have? He's a really cool dog. Uh, I don't really know the types of dogs, but he's a bigger dog, and he's really cool. And, uh, and... You know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm telling tales a little bit out of school. Like this is Laura's work, but um, but she, you know, if you open up a dog training facility in Hollywood, you're gonna have celebrities coming and do it, and that's the way it is. And if you want to meet these people, you can go to that facility and wait. In the parking lot. Just like, <laughs> if you want to meet these people, the majority of the people are not celebrities. They're just Hollywood 
uh, people, but uh, you, can, you can find a way. Just like that website, I forgot what it was. It's under scrutiny right now. What is it? Because it's basically a uh, geolocator of celebrities. So it's a website that uh, whenever a celebrity tweets that they are somewhere, that place puts a little dot over where they are with their face and name and shit. Oh, that's so you brutal. Can you just rush like, there. Yeah, so you can like look yeah. up celebrities and like, where are they right fucking now? Yeah, we're not doing and that. And it's like a stalker site. It's a really good under, idea. Like, heavy fire I ain't right telling now. you. When these classes are, I ain't If they did that for regular people, are. I'd be even happier. Like, like, I'm, just, ki- I'm kind of interested in what Bill Cosby's up to, but like if Charity Madrid from 8th grade, if I just knew that she was at you know, Quiznos or something. Yeah. You make that site for the girls who got away. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what did you think of the It'd be called Catch and Release. Actually, the show. Oh, it was hilarious. It's funny and it feels fresh, so I'm down with it. You know, yeah, uh, I, Andy I, Richter is, is is on again. It, it felt like it felt unrestrained. Yeah. Which was great. And it that, was awesome. That was man. awesome. And he's getting he's getting his yayas out of like bitching about being on on mm-hmm. on a basic cable. He even calls his band uh, Jimmy Vivino, Jimmy Vivino and the Basic Cable Band. Yeah. They have a new theme song, which actually kind of turned me off. Because their old theme song was just so iconic, you know. Right. He would always look forward to it. He would always do his little jump and straight you dance would, afterwards. Would. Right. And uh, but this one's like it's like bum 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 and it seems like it's it feels a little forced. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it until I rem- and then until I thought of this. I remembered it sounded like uh, remember when in Mario three when you battle the Hammer Brothers? Yeah. The it sounds just like that song, which Boss made it. me like the song. Did, did you great. hear that Miyamoto, is, like looking back at his video games, he he Miyamoto said that Sonic, that that Mario three was a game that could have been a lot better, and he's like he's kind of roughly not into it anymore. What? He said at the t- he said at the time I understand like it was made, it was the best we could do, but looking back, the game design is actually pretty flawed. Come on. And I was like, man, that is some tough standards Come right on. there. Don't George Lucas your shit yeah. though. I mean, who, who who's to say that his improvements would actually improve it? Right. But anyways, that's another Mario 3 uh, random thing for Conan, because remember the last time his background looked exactly like a Mario 3 level? Well, now he's got this moving moon. I mean, Conan, Conan's fan. We're all fans of his. Everyone, should, keep, everyone should watch it, though. Can I support just, it. Can I just, need to support it. Can I just clarify? Um, he's not like a non-profit or anything. He's, he's got $44 million. We, he's fine. If he's funny, he'll do fine. He doesn't need, like... You don't need to carry, like, a cloth... Conan bag and buy your groceries in it. If he's funny, you can watch him. It's fine. You don't get the moral high ground for liking him. There you he's go. very funny. There you go. Yeah, but you don't get extra stuff. Corey he's Roberts, like the, on the other hand, he's though. like the fucking Prius of late night hosts. Corey like, Roberts, on your hand, though, you got to support him. Yeah. ComedyCorey.com. I am a charity case. Buy me a gaming system. We've been over this already. It's been a fucking year. <laughs> Uh, like a drunk uncle at Thanksgiving <laughs> you know what? to the audience right now. We're, 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 who makes the Prius? Toyota. Toyota. You know this car thing. I got to address this real quick because Paul and I are roughly in the finals for oh, this. Oh shit! Okay, the Ford Focus, right? Ford makes this car, the Ford Focus. Back in September, it's all written up on the site, so I'm not going to dwell too much on it. Back in September, Paul needed a ride to a to an interview for from the producers of the amazing race and uh i said paul you got to make the interview the night before he had wrecked his car and it's sitting still in my park in my my driveway oh that's what that is that's paul's car in my driveway right he he, he wrecked his car he didn't have a ride to this interview with Looks the like a with giant the, melted it with a with right a <laughs> he, he, he didn't have a ride to this interview with the producers of amazing race i gave him a ride he was going to interview as a team member uh, with two wrestlers right see if one of those two guys wanted to be his teammate 
And while I was there, they asked me to interview too because as Paul's brother, I was the guy who could give a lot of insight. And I said, and here's the, here's the thing. I said, will it help Paul get on the show potentially? And they said, yeah, it'll give us more information about him. It might be useful. After an hour-long, 40-minute-long interview session, like session, we get out of there, and they go, how's your social media presence? And I go, oh, shit. Basically, I knew that Paul and I had knocked this interview out of the park. We went at each other's throats. It was like having... I've, just, I've written it up on the site. Basically, Paul and I were Paul and I. You've seen Paul on the show. And the casting director really liked us. We ended up going through these processes of cuts. We had to give out a background check. We had to give out all sorts of stuff. We had to do a bio. And then we had to raise our social media presence, which, thanks to you guys, is already pretty high. Uh, that being said, Paul and I, we might actually be on this show called the Ford Focus Rally. We might. Knock on some wood. They told us we might be on the show. I just leaned off camera to knock on wood. Everything's fine. Uh, I gotta tell you guys, we are in the last week of the casting round, and they've made all these cuts. We've survived all the cuts. There's one more cut at the end of this week. We need everybody listening to go on Facebook, if you have a Facebook account, and like Team London. You can find it at facebook.com slash Team London. It's a picture of Paul and I wearing 3D glasses. Facebook.com slash Team London. And then if you're on Twitter, uh, like Paul and I. Uh, follow, follow Paul and I. Anything that gets our social media uh, presence up, helps us get cast on the show and basically it would be five weeks of my brother and I in a rally in a Ford Focus rallying around America in a six per like team race and every time we get to like uh, a, a point on the map or like a, like the next thing we get like a clue or something and then we have to tweet it out to everybody and they give us the answers that let us move forward so you guys are as big a part of our team as we are and if we win the actual rally the full thing 10 of our followers get new Ford Focus cars. So you owe it to yourself. What, you're either going to give one to... Oh, <laughs> no, he's already called one. So guys, you have nothing to lose. The red one. Uh, follow us, friend us, and get us in the Ford Focus rally. That would be a lot of fun. I think it, it would help Geekscape out a whole lot to have that kind of prominence. Woo! You know, Ford and, and the we'll producers... some bitches back up yeah, there. You guys Ford, can meet someone to move across the country for. Ford and the producers of The Amazing Race want a little bit of Geekscape action. we got to give it to them. Real quick, Jonathan, I think you're burying the lead that you basically forced two wrestlers out of a job. You said, hey, fuck those guys. It's lucky they landed on their feet as commercial airline pilots or else they really would have been in trouble, but... They both had that to fall back on. I can't help giving you guys the personality you see every day here on this uh, website. I'm just going to be me. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, let's talk real quick comic books. J. Michael Straczynski, you know this guy. He's written a ton of comic books. He wrote Babylon 5 and all this sci-fi stuff. Uh, he was supposed to do Superman and Wonder Woman. He was a writer for them. Remember, he redid Wonder Woman's outfit with Jim Lee, and everybody hated it. Everyone fucking hated everybody it. Everybody hated it. They fixed it, though. J. Michael Straczynski has ditched his writing gigs as, uh, uh, on Superman and Wonder Woman. Wow. Like, he was barely on those books. Uh-huh. Um, that's a bit of a surprise. Um, Jeff Lemire, I'm always talking about this guy because he did um, one of my favorite books of all time, um, Essex County. He wrote and did the artwork for it. And he also does Sweet Tooth for DC Vertigo. He's actually writing uh, Superboy. And I, Corey, it's fine. Just hang with us. Um, I like that work in Essex County, though. That's yeah. That'll fucking blow your hair back, working in Essex County. <laughs> we the briefest in the United States by Noam Chomsky. <laughs> he's, he's the writer on Superboy with Mrs. Connor Kent, who's made out of the DNA of uh, Superman and Lex Luthor put together. And he's got this guy, Pierre Gallo, doing the artwork. 
and the first issue came out and it's super simple it's connor kent on the kent farm trying to figure out who he is he gets visited by the phantom stranger and the phantom stranger says something terrible is going to happen you're going to be the cause of it and so of course he has this uh you know inner doubt this, this weight this weight that he must carry now and then uh, parasite shows up and he has to fight parasite and all this stuff um if you guys are into smallville pick up this book it's uh superboy issue one by jeff lemire and uh pierre gallo and uh, he ends up fighting parasite and all this and at the end of the book spoiler warning spoiler warning spoiler poison ivy shows up batman villain yeah in a a superboy thing versus like a kryptonian says here she's looking for help they might team up so shit's happening here in the superboy book and it's actually a good read like i think that dude's a really great writer he's a good storyteller I'm excited about uh, picking up more of that, and I didn't read Superboy. Like I didn't read the 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 Young Justice or whatever the Superboy came out of. I wasn't into that. I didn't read it either. But the Green Girl on there's a giant rack. I could see it from over here. I wasn't even looking. You like that? Let's see. It's like a, just like a giant rack. Poison Ivy. Yeah, it picture? spans comic book companies. That's Poison Ivy from, from, yeah. from Batman. Yeah, who's gonna play that? Brie Olsen. <laughs> Everybody's Googling Brie Olsen. Now. I think they're familiar. I know your audience. You don't know who Brie Olsen is? No. Fucking. Nothing. I got nothing. Uh, guys, the big video game this past week was Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh, I heard. Let me tell you. Uh, what's silly is you get people like on Twitter being like, oh, go out and buy Call of Duty Black Ops. That I, shit was uh, not, e- not It was the best selling video game of all time. The biggest opening, biggest opening day sales of a video game of all time, right? But wasn't First the last Call of Duty did that shit? Yes, too? the last Call of Duty did that shit. And here's the thing: it's like they don't need your help. It's like what Corey said about Conan O'Brien. Yeah, no, people not like a it. Like it's Call of Duty a, Black Ops. People do it for a reason. People do it like they flock to Chris Nolan movies. This is what I know about Call of Duty Black Ops. Everything I know about Call of Duty Black Ops was given to me by reading Graham Douglas's updates, uh-huh. and he's like. Yep, guitar riffs super present in Vietnam, which is the which is the story like it takes place in oh, you're Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, you're okay. like Vietnam, and like it's the beginning of like the whole like intelligence and, and black ops movement. And, and Paul's like, "Yep, Skinnerd was the background of <laughs> Vietnam. The whole game is like something awesome happens. Is it all first person shooter? But yeah, I think so. Happens, Do you have it's all, like guitar riffs and shit like that? Like whenever, guitar riffs and dude, stuff? whenever you win, whenever a multiplayer uh, thing ends, it's always like, it's like, bam! Jun, 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 jun. Do you have to be a soldier? What do you think? You should just be I like would a, want to just be like, be like a I want to be like a field medic. I just want to do some, slam some H and fuck a 14-year-old. Like, in, <laughs> slam in a video some heroin. Game, yeah, <laughs> not, in, not in real life. I wonder if Call of Duty Black Ops deals with the Why? proliferation yeah. of heroin. In the armed forces. Why can't you just be like you? Do you really have to be like the William Defoe character and put the knife between your teeth and just scare the shit out of everybody? <laughs> you can't just be the guy who deserts and like watches his friends get shot it. in the back and like hides. I want to play uh, Parcheesi with a series of different leaves and stones, and then <laughs> yeah. Or I want to be able to draft to dodge uh, to draft dodge and drink a Molson ice in Manitoba. It's like I'm sorry, I cut my toe off. Yeah, I'm not fit for military duty. 
that's me in Call of Duty Black Ops. Either that, or I want to play as the people who actually won the war, the Vietnamese, yeah. and uh, and just go. Can you probably you can probably play as the Vietnamese in this game, right? Like in like in yeah, I mean in, in multiplayer, like somebody's got to play the like Vietnamese, right? I want yeah, to. Like, and I just want to. Yeah, time? I want to be the guy who like digs all the holes in the ditches that you put leaves over, and you come up and surprise people. Yeah. I want to burn. I want to be. I want to be a. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be a human jack o' lantern with an AK forty seven. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to get transferred. St- <laughs> Just you know wait what? there for that, an hour. Like, shh, I could hear them. And I jump up and, Still with the and then I get riddled. And then I get riddled, or I hide in like a tunnel or something like that. I'm not gonna top it. I'm just go ahead. No, you're good. No, you're mine's good. mine was just nah. I like yours. I like yours. <laughs> uh, a human jack o' lantern. I like. This is a jack o' like lantern. It it's a jack in the box. Jack in the jack in the box. Uh, yeah, no, it's pretty confirmed that if Corey was playing this game. He'd be like, "You guys go ahead with the mission," and then he just looks for babies to kill. Or <laughs> I don't look for. I've got them stacked up. <laughs> he actually adds he he adds a notch to his gun for his baby think, just to keep up with his manly friends. Yeah, no, I got five. Another one. I got five it should be like an achievement. You know what I mean? How many villages did you burn? How much heroin did you do in the course of Vietnam? I would want to be the guy who ends up stateside, burns his draft card, and then just plows through misguided runaways on LSD. Just, <laughs> It's me and Keezy in a van. So you you, you want to be that guy that in, that influenced Jenny and Boris Gump poorly? Yeah, That's yeah. The and like gave her AIDS. I want to yeah. I, I want it to be Call of Duty Hate Ashbury. Now you know what we should do. Well, the Call of Duty Black Ops Two should probably be like uh, you're playing in a wheelchair, right? And you yeah. just go and like do speeches on like the forest, like the front lawn of like the White House. And it's basically uh, Born on the Fourth of July. And you're, you're like Tom Cruise's character. What do you think yeah, of that? I would like that, would the, that work, or you're like you're you're Lieutenant Dan? I'm not good at the uh, the keyboard on the right. Well, on the so, Wii, you could just do like a, a wheel motion oh, with like a wheelchair thing. I like that. How the connect? I like on that the connect a lot. Yeah, on yeah, this yeah. new motion system thing. How insensitive do you think this segment could actually get? Buy me a gaming <laughs> system so I can do this. How I mean, do you think that our review, our, our mention? It's not even a review. I haven't played the damn game. Do you think our mention of Call of Duty Black Ops can get more insensitive in the next uh, two minutes? Well, I thought it was just going to um, be about you finally being able to play as a black guy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What about Civil War Black Ops? Oh, could you imagine that? Where it's like, sorry, we're going to have to cut your foot off at the at the, at the the waist. No. It's like, my foot off at the waist? Yep. It's where sorry. You, it's, it's, <laughs> it's where you play a black soldier and your CEO says, okay, here's your mission. And you're first, you know, like at the beginning, you always... Right. And you, you go, oh. You Washington glory. I'm at the front again. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Really Let's go and see what's going on. Maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's the hard mode of that. Did they not give you a gun either? Nope. All right. <laughs> Let's see what happens. It's just really good. Let's see what shots. happens. <laughs> what do you have? A stick? Can I borrow it? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't give us uniform, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we just blend into the scenery and we can Let's escape. Play, yeah. Let's play dead and hope they don't stab us with yeah. their bay- bayonets. Um, Guys, I think that you've taken all the Geekscape you can take for this week. Um, i got to tell you, uh, we'll be back next week with a little bit of uh, Harry Potter uh, review. Um, I don't know if I'm going to see it. I've seen like two of them, all out of order. Um, but i got to tell you guys, uh, Corey Roberts, he's hilarious. Geekscape. We, we love having him here. Yeah. Um, that has been our show. So the things we want you guys to support is get on Facebook, like Geekscape. Also like facebook.com slash team london and see if you can get paul and i in the ford focus rally to possibly kill each other over the course of five weeks with my brother i've never spent five i've never spent a week with i've never spent a day with my brother uninterrupted 
chances are we'll either win by a landslide or murder each other in the course of this process. Yeah, if in five years you want to see one of the London brothers make an ass of themselves on, like, a VH1 show, vote. Vote, right? If you want to see uh, Chris Hardwick in Tosh 2.0 just make fun of us, get us on there, because it's like a web thing, right? Uh, there's that. Um, you also want to go on geekscape.net. We got shirts, we got forums, we got daily articles like this superhero showdown that you want to read. Um, suggest some more superhero <laughs> showdowns. You want to check this out, right? That's geekscape.net. You're going to want to be on there. So, facebook.com slash geekscape.net, youtube.com slash geekscape.net, twitter.com slash geekscape.net, and you can follow Corey at cyroberts on Twitter. That's his hashtag, CY Roberts. That's his little thing, CY Roberts. And, and really, scandal. I need scandal. more Facebook friends because all my friends are getting married and you don't really gain a, like a sister the way people say. You just don't see your friends as much. So I need more Facebook friends <laughs> and backslash Corey.Roberts. It's true. You don't, you don't see them. Some of them move and shit. You don't yeah. get a new sister. You get a new absent friend. Yeah. 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 It's more deduction than anything. All right, guys. Oh, and when your oh, yeah, when your chick friends get married, like you can't even like creep on them. It's like not cute anymore. It's like it's a whole thing. Fuck it. Sorry, <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's true though. Yeah, it is. We'll see you guys next week. Be good to each other in the meantime, and I'll see you guys on the website. <laughs>